Okay, let's start. This uh, class is a bit of a follow-up on our Kinas that we had on Pesach. Uh, it's a it was a very complicated question. I thought that I uh, had a clear answer for it, and it turns out that it's not so simple. Um, let's start from the beginning. The halacha is that every night we have to count the Omer. We count from the day of the uh, second night of Passover until Shavuos. Every night we count, uh, we count the Omer. What happens if you, forget, if you forget one night? Can you continue counting? So in the time of the Go'inim, there was an argument about whether or not you can continue counting. One opinion is that since the Torah says that the Sphere Sa'emer is a mitzvah to count seven complete weeks. So if you forgot one day, you can't count anymore because it's not complete anymore. The other opinion is that every day is a separate, separate mitzvah. And therefore, even if you forgot one day, you can continue counting with a brach. So what's the halacha? The general rule is that safik brachas lahaka. Safik brachas lahaka means that if you have a doubt whether or not to say a bracha, we are lenient, and we say, if you're not sure if you should say a bracha or not, then don't say the bracha. So therefore, if you forgot to count one night, and now is the next night of Sir Seymour, you remember you didn't count the whole day before, so since there's a doubt whether you could say a bracha or not, Allah is, you don't say a bracha. What's the halacha, however, if you're not sure if you forgot? You know you might have counted the day before, but you're not sure. So the Alter Rebbe says, that in that scenario, it's called a svek svek, the doubt of a doubt. There is a doubt, first of all, whether even if you did forget uh, for a full 24-hour period, whether or not you can continue counting with a bracha. And second of all, besides the fact that there is one doubt, there is a second doubt whether or not you have actually forgot. And although the rule is if there's a suffix, bracha sahaka, if there's doubt if you could say a bracha or not, we're lenient, that's only if there's one suffix. But if there's two sfekas, if there's two doubts, so then the halacha is you could say a bracha. The similar halacha also, uh, let's say if someone forgot to count tonight, tonight's the 11th night of, 11th night of the Umar, and instead of counting tonight, by mistake, they forgot they only counted tomorrow. So does accounting tomorrow count? So there's an argument. There's a, there's a doubt whether counting tomorrow or not would work. So since there's an opinion which says that anyways, if you forgot for a whole day, you could still count with a bracha. And we have a doubt whether he actually counted on the, the 11th day of the Amr, because maybe counting by a day is also considered valid. So Altenib says, Svek, svek, it's a doubt of a doubt whether or not you could say a bracha. And when there's a svek, svek, when there's a doubt of a doubt, the is that you can continue counting with a bracha. That's what the Alter Rebbe says in Shulchan Aruch, in Simitav Tes, in Siv Chav Gimel, in Siv Chav Hay. The problem is that in the uh, Siddur, the Alter Rebbe seems to have had Harata regretted passing this way, regretted ruling this way, and has a different halach, a different, different rule. The halacha is, 
in Shulchan Aruch that tzitzis are worn by in daytime, and at night we still wear tzitzis, but we don't can't say a bracha on tzitzis at night. Why? Because tzitzis are there's only an obligation to wear tzitzis during the daytime. So a naivim kipper, for example, you, we all wear our talesim by kol nidre. So can you say a bracha if you walk into shul after sundown? It's nighttime, but not exactly nighttime. It's only after shkia. So it's a suffix. It's a doubt whether it's considered daytime or nighttime. After the initial time of shkia, when sundown begins, it's a doubt whether that's considered part of the daytime, part of the nighttime. So can you say a bracha? So in Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe says that you are allowed to say a bracha until until it's 100% for sure that's nightfall, you're allowed to say bracha. Why? Why can't you still say bracha? Isn't, don't we say suffix bracha sahakel? If there's a doubt whether you say a bracha or not, you should be lenient and not say a bracha. So here it's a doubt whether it's nighttime or not. So shouldn't we say don't say a bracha? But here there's an additional doubt. There's another opinion, there's an argument among the Rishonim, the Rosh, who holds that ksus yoyim balayla is chayif, which means if you're wearing a garment which is ordinarily worn by day, it's a day garment, it's not just pajamas, but it's an important garment that's worn by day. So even if you wear this garment at night, the is, according to some, you have to say a bracha and you're obligated to have tzitzis even at night. So in this scenario, there's a double doubt, the svek sveka, whether or not you could say a bracha. First of all, who says it's nighttime? And even if it's nighttime, who says that you cannot say a bracha on tzitzit at night because you're wearing a garment that's usually worn by day? So therefore, the altar of says in Shulchan Aruch that you could say a bracha on the tzitzit until it's for sure night. You walk into shul after in the night of Yom Kippur, it would seem from the Shulchan Aruch that you could say a bracha. However, in the Pisgah Siddur, the Alter Rebbe says, You cannot make a bracha on tzitzis from the beginning of Shkia. At the very beginning of Shkia, when it's a doubt, whether it's daytime or nighttime, the Alter Rebbe says then as well that you cannot say a bracha. That means, although it's a svek sveka, although it's a doubt of a doubt, the Alter Rebbe still says, don't say a bracha. So if you walk into Shulion Kippur, Shri has begun, don't say a bracha, which is a contradiction to what he says in Shulchan Aruch. So it seems that the Alter Rebbe regretted the ruling in Shulchan Aruch, and he rules differently, and he says that in the case of svek sveka, in the case of when there's a double doubt, you cannot say a bracha, which would mean based upon what it says in the Siddur, that regarding Sfir Sa'imr, all the halachas that the Alter Rebbe ruled because of Svek Sveka, the two examples that we gave, if you're not sure if you skipped the night of the Omer or not. And number two, if you counted by day, you forgot to count at night, when there's a doubt whether you can continue counting or not. So although that's a case of Svek Sveka, because there's another opinion which says they can continue counting, even if you know for sure you forgot to count the Omer, still, since the Alter Rebbe says, that in a case of svek sveka, when there's a doubt of a doubt, he says in the Siddur that you don't say a bracha, so it would seem like the same thing should apply. So what is the halacha? How do we pass it? So there is a letter of the Rebbe, which does not directly address this in this way, 
But based upon what the Rebbe says, it seems that this question is addressed as well. The Rebbe says in the Geras HaKodesh, volume 18, a letter um, 6825, he says that there are those who say, and when it's a doubt of a doubt, you uh, continue, you could say a bracha, but there's a question about this, according to those who ask, and there are many people who say this, that when it's a doubt of a doubt, you cannot say a bracha. There's another issue over here, this issue, issue of saying Hashem's name in vain, not just whether you're obligated to say a bracha or not. So there is a very strong opinion which says that even though there's a doubt of a doubt, you still cannot say a bracha. So, although you can question the other opinion, however, still, we cannot veer from a clear ruling of the Altarev and Shachon just because of a pilpul. So, even though there is room to bring various proofs from various places, even from the words of the Altarev himself and the Siddur, it would seem that we cannot move away from the clear ruling of Shachon in, and since the altar did not write in the city anything different about Sirsa Emer, so therefore the Allah remains, as he says in Shulchan Aruch, that you do not say a uh, bracha in the scenarios that we mentioned whenever there's a doubt of a doubt, whether you're not sure you count or whether you count or if you count it by day. But the question is why? If the ruling is based upon the logic that a doubt of a doubt is obligated in a bracha, if that's what the ruling is based on, so that so, so then and that and that logic has changed. Now the altar beholds it a doubt of a doubt. You can you do not say a bracha. So why should Surah Saimer be any different? So before we get to the answer, let's also bring an interesting thing in Tanya. In Tanya, also the altar alludes to the fact that he changed his opinion. And he says that if there's a doubt of a doubt, you can not say a brach. What does he say this in Tanya? In chapter 11 of the Gersa Tshuva, the author was talking about how Hashem immediately forgives us whenever we ask for forgiveness. And what's the proof? How do we know Hashem forgives us? Because every day we ask Hashem, please forgive us. And then we say a bracha. See, blessed are you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, for forgiving us. How can you say a bracha, thank you, Hashem, for forgiving us if you're not sure he forgave you? So the fact that we say a bracha, it's a proof that Hashem for sure forgave us. So the language of the Rebbe is, since we say a bracha, it's a proof that there's a there's not a doubt or a doubt of a doubt that Hashem for sure forgave us. Since we asked Hashem to forgive us, there is not a doubt of a doubt. Now, how does Alter know there's not a doubt of a doubt? Maybe there's a doubt of a doubt. And, and we still say a bracha anyways, because you could say a bracha when there's a svek sveka. And the fact that the Alter says we could say the bracha, despite the fact that there may be some kind of doubt of a doubt, indicates that it, I'm sorry, he says we could say a bracha because there isn't a doubt of a doubt, indicates that if there would be a doubt of a doubt, if there would be a svek sveka, then you can't say a bracha, as he says in the Siddur. In a case of a svek sveka, you don't say a bracha. So a question is, how come we still maintain the ruling of the Shulchan Aruch, as the Rebbe says in the letter, 
when their reasoning seems to have changed. So there is, the source of the Alta Rebbe is from the Pre-Chadash. The Pre-Chadash says the words of the Alta Rebbe. Avul Musupak, if you're not sure if you count the Tzvira, Bisafik Matsinu Mismachalei Davli Sveik Sveika. If the case of a safik, you can continue counting because it's a double doubt. Safik and dilagilay. Safik, it's a doubt if you skipped or not. And even if you did skip, it's possible that we rule like the opinion of the Goinim who say that you can continue counting anyways, even if you forgot a whole night. Lofichach says the prichadash, and therefore, you can continue saying a brach. That's what prichadash says. Saying like the Alter Rabbi. But the Prichadash, his source, the source of the Prichadash is from the Trumas Hadashan. And the Trumas Hadashan adds a point that the Prichadash does not say, which would guide us in understanding this, this uh, letter of the Rebbe and the ruling of the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch. The Trumas Hadashan says that in addition to the factor of Svek Sveka, in addition to the fact there's a doubt of a doubt whether or not you could say a bracha. And therefore you would think you can you could still say a bracha. He adds another point. Other point he says is Rav Yah says that Rav Yah, one of the Rishonim, is of the opinion that even there's, there's an argument whether counting sphere nowadays in, in general at all is midaraisa. One opinion is that since we don't we don't yet have Mashiach hasn't yet come. So therefore, he didn't bring the Omer sacrifice. And therefore, the count of the Omer nowadays is just, just a rabbinical thing. And since it's only a rabbinical thing, so it's a, the, the general ruling what rabbinical halachas are, safik, the rabbonon, the kula, doubt of our rabbinical halach, we go, we are lenient. But there's another opinion of Rav Yah who says that sphira nowadays is Isa, that sphira nowadays is Menatayra. And since Sfira nowadays is since it's a biblical obligation to count Sfira, therefore there is more of a weight to the bracha as well. Not only is there more of a weight to our obligation to count the Sfira, there's also more of a weight to the bracha of the Sfira. Where does that come from? How come I'm saying that because there's it's a it's a biblical commandment to count the Aimer, therefore it's also a there's more weight to the bracha as well. So that actually comes from Shochmarach and Simon Samach Zayin. The author talks about a scenario. Let's say you're not sure if you said Shema tonight or not. So that's called the Safik Daraisa. It's a doubt whether or not you are biblically obligated to say Shema again. And the general rule is when there is a biblical obligation and there's a doubt whether or not you are obligated to do this biblical obligation, Safik Daraisa, we are strict. But the Alter adds, and he says, not only should you say Shema, you should also say the blessings of Shema. Now, the blessings of Shema are rabbinic. But since you're saying Shema, you also say the brachas of Shema, which seems to say that whenever you have a doubt about a biblical obligation, and therefore you must do it again, just in case, you also have to say the brach again as well. Now, although the blessings of Shema are arguably uh, not 100% clear whether they have the same status as a bracha of a mitzvah. However, the Tzemach Tzedek comments on this halacha in Simas HaMachzai and Sif Aleph, the Tzemach Tzedek says, 
Based upon what the Alter Rebbe says in, this, in Shulchan Aruch about Shema, that you have to say the bracha of the brachas of Shema again to be suffic in Korok Kishma Brachas. And in the case where you have a doubt, you again repeat the Shema, Mashma. It seems like it's from the Alter Rebbe. The Kaima launch of the Savik Mitzel the Raisa Av Shemidra Bonon Choyzim that if you have a doubt whether or not you did a biblical commandment, even though there are the, the, the mitzvah is biblical and the bracha is rabbinic, still you should say the bracha again. Since you have a doubt about a biblical commandment and you have to do the, that commandment again, you also, that it, it's in the goyre, it also brings along the bracha with it and the bracha has also a, uh, has the same status as is biblical commandment for this halacha, and therefore you would say the bracha again. Although in general we say a suffix bracha lahakel, a doubt of a bracha we are lenient. But it's uh, since the bracha, the mitzvah is it's a biblical obligation. Therefore, you would say the bracha, which would which would be a clear proof to what that's the Tumah Sedashin is saying. Shavarin in addition to the fact that there's a svek sveka, in addition to the fact that there's a doubt of a doubt whether or not I should come to Amr or not, and therefore a doubt of that whether or not you could say the bracha or not, and therefore there's there is an opinion which says that you could say a bracha, but even if you don't hold that opinion, as the Alter Rebbe does in the Siddur, he says you cannot say a bracha when there's a svek sveka. The Alter Rebbe holds that by tzitzis from the beginning of Shia. You cannot say a bracha in the tzitzis, although there's a doubt of a doubt. So in the Shulchan Aruch, the Atar doesn't bring the other part of the Trumas Adeshin, doesn't bring the opinion of Rabbi because it's not pertinent, because in Shulchan Aruch, the Atar rules like the opinion which holds when there's a doubt of a doubt, you can say a bracha anyways. But according to the Atar new stance in the Siddur, where he holds, then in the case of a doubt of a doubt, you do not say a bracha, it's possible. Based upon this, it would seem that regarding Sphira as well, because Sphira, there's an opinion at least, which says Sphira is biblical, therefore the bracha also has the same status, and therefore you should continue counting with the bracha in, the, in these scenarios. So there's another, there's another element of the, of the reason that wasn't pertinent in Shulchan Aruch that this halach is based on. And based upon this other element, perhaps that's what the Rebbe is alluding to in the letter, that's saying that that that, that we cannot move from the Psaq of the Shulchan Aruch because there's other things in place besides the overt expressed reason the Alter Rebbe. There's the other factor that the Rav who says that it may be that Sphira nowadays is Midaraisa. That's what the Semach um, Tzedek, that's uh, says. And it seems also that the Divri Nechemia. Uh, there's on these simonim of Sir we have also the words of Divin Dubravne. You have his notes in the Shulchan Aruch, and he mentions, he brings the Ravya, and he says that because of the element of the Ravya, which is the Ravya factor is that Sphira may be biblical. Since Sphira may be biblical, therefore uh, you can't really uh, know for sure which cases you should be strict, which cases you should be lenient, which cases you should obligate a bracha, which cases you shouldn't obligate a bracha, because 
there is this other big factor over here that it may be a mitzvah deraisa, and it may be that Tzadok Tzadok says, look for it, it seems that if it is a mitzvah deraisa, then you would say a brach. But Dibn Nechemia is very strong and says, don't learn from this to other halachas. So based upon this, Rabbi Yishom Dover 11, uh, he, he is of the opinion which uh, that if someone counted Svira uh, after Shkia, after sundown, which means they forgot to count the night tonight, they counted instead tomorrow after sundown, uh, they that time period is a it's a doubtful whether or not that's considered counting by day because after sundown. So can do, do is, that, is that considered in the same status as someone counting by day? Someone counts by day, we said it's a doubt of a doubt, plus the, 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 the Rav Yoth factor, plus the fact that it may be that sphere in general is a biblical commandment. So all these factors together, we said you could still say with a count with a bracha. But Lachura, based upon the words, which says don't try to extrapolate these halachas, you can't learn from one thing to another. Each situation is different because of this factor. Therefore, he says, do not continue counting the bracha. That's his opinion. I, however, I also saw that Rabbi Brain addresses this question, Rabbi Crown Heights, in a very long, long pilpul, which I didn't uh, study yet. Uh, and his conclusion is that but he also bases this on the words of the Baal Shem Tev. There's a tradition in the Baal Shem Tev that, uh, that even in cases of Suffolk, of Sphir Sa'emer, to continue counting with the bracha because of that opinion as well. So you should, if you count the Sphir Sa'emer after Shkia, you can continue counting with a bracha. But before, before we go to those two opinions, uh, I just want to point out one more thing, and that is, uh, what what Dibri Nechemi is saying and what Rabbi Levin is saying uh, is that th- th- there's proof in the Alter Rebbe's words themselves that you don't always say whenever there's a doubt of a doubt by Sirius Ha'emer, uh, we say you say a bracha. For example, um, let's say you walk into a shul. I know uh, Yehuda, I advertised to you, I was going to address this question. So very briefly, um, the, Allah, the Alter Rebbe brings this, 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 this opinion. You walk into a shul, and you the halacha is that you're supposed to count Sfir Sa'emer after it's fully nightfall, after Tesco Chav. You're not supposed to count Sfir Sa'emer after Shkia. But there are those who are lenient, and they count Sfir Sa'emer after Shkia. Let's say you walked into a shul, and you heard them counting Sfir after Shkia, and you now want to count Sfir Sa'emer later on with the bracha. You didn't count Sfir Sa'emer before. You you want to count Sfir Sa'emer now with the bracha because you didn't count before. So Al-Tarabah says you can't count Sfir Sa'emer now with the bracha. Why? First of all, you even though there's a big doubt whether you did a mitzvah or not, still Al-Tarabah says you cannot count with the bracha. So we see that, and there's many reasons why to say you should be able to say a bracha. First of all, um, do, does a mitzvah need to have kavana or not? You didn't have kavana to the mitzvah when you heard the guy counts for a seimer. You didn't have kavana specifically to the mitzvah. So first of all, there's an opinion which says that mitzvahs do need kavana, and therefore you didn't do, didn't do the mitzvah yet. Second of all, there's another opinion which says that seirah Amer can't be done before tzitzkachavim. Another opinion. Third of all, there's another opinion which says 
you cannot do the mitzvah by hearing someone else counts for yourself before you. The Torah says, you should count for yourself. When therefore you have to count, you have to actually count yourself. You can't fulfill the mitzvah by hearing someone else count. So the author of it, so, so how come this scenario, you didn't have kavana, you didn't have intent, you, it was before Tzayis Kachavim, it was someone else reading for, reading for you, and there's all these doubts, and yet the author says very clear, do not say a bracha. So we see different Chemi's words are uh, are very clearly followed in the Shulchan Aruch and Sifya Beis that um, although there's all these doubts, Alter still says, don't say a bracha. Therefore, you can interpret um, the words of the Alter Rebbe and, and try, to, try to work out what, what's considered a doubt of a doubt. Apparently, the Alter Rebbe holds that although there are two opinions about whether you could hear a serious statement from someone else, he sides very strongly with the opinion which says that you could hear a serious from someone else. As he says, although there are two opinions about whether a serious statement could be done before apparently he strong, strides very strongly with the opinion which says that it is considered a mitzvah. Although there are two opinions about whether a serious statement could be done um, without kavana, without having intent, apparently he sides very strongly with the opinion which says that even without intent, you are still doing the mitzvah. So therefore, um, although we're saying that if you count it after shkia, you can still count with a bracha, that does not affect other halachas where there, are, where there could possibly be other doubts because you don't know how to quantify what is considered a doubt in halacha without the altar saying to you clearly, this is how it works. Um, so Yehuda was asking before about, uh, there is a concept in halacha of, about brachas, especially about, about, um, you hear some counting the Eimer, as I just mentioned, just hearing them count the Eimer, that's considered like you did the mitzvah yourself. So the Chayra, every single night, we hear the Chazan counting the Eimer. So the Chayra, how could we do the mitzvah after we heard the Chazan count the Eimer? We heard the Chazan count the Eimer. And the Dibir Nechemis says, he asks this question, Dibir Nechemis says, apparently, when you hear someone else count the Eimer, you are having intent and not only you're not having intent to do the mitzvah you're, ha- you're having more you're having intent that you don't want to do the mitzvah because you're only listening to the chazan with the intent that i want to know what night to count so therefore it's, it's as if when you're listening to the chazan count the emer it's as if you have deliberate intent i don't want to do the mitzvah and therefore you're allowed to listen, listen to the chazan count the emer and still you're allowed to count the emer afterwards with a bracha but uh, there's a question about let's say you pass by a shul and then someone's counting the aim and you don't have any special intent. It's prudent to have specific intent. I don't want to do the mitzvah now because based upon the only reason why you, when you're the chazan count the aimer, it's not considered like you did the mitzvah is because of your specific intent. I don't want this to count. That's basically what I wanted to share tonight. There's a lot more to be said. Maybe we'll, we'll discuss more about this in the uh, in the uh, next class, what's the halacha about having intent to count Sir Samir? Yehuda was asking about, well, you just have to, you see the luach, you see the, the, uh, the, the, uh, it says on, on, the, on the wall, the Sir Samir, counting in your mind, isn't counting in your mind something, doesn't that accomplish something as well? Doesn't that also invalidate your sphere? So maybe we'll discuss that next class in Hashem. Um, any questions or comments? All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much.